right now. And we're going live. Welcome to the Tesla Talks podcast, everyone. Uh, for This is the last week in November. I think this is podcast number 31. Can you believe that we've actually made it 31 episodes with some days off or some weeks off here and there in between? We have a special guest. This is a special episode because, for one, it's a special time. We're doing this in the middle of the afternoon, and if my internet connection craps out, well, it's my fault. Sorry. No, it's actually not <laughs> our special guest's fault. It's actually the fault because it just happens, right? I, I demanded to Dax. It has to be right now at the <laughs> worst time. It has to be now. <laughs> no, no, it, it isn't. But that guy talking, you, you guys, okay, you guys recognize to my right there on the screen. You recognize Franklin. You recognize Paul from um, um, Tesla Connect. But the new guy, yes, his name is Drew Talos of EV. He's got a. He's got an awesome, awesome YouTube channel and podcast. Oh, thank you, Dex. Blowing thank up you. everywhere. Welcome to the show, buddy. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Oh, I, no, it's uh, it's our pleasure to have you here. Not to not to take anything away from all my other normal guests' uh, channels and accounts and everything. They do an awesome job too. You know, I think it's not as awesome. I think no, no, <laughs> guys, we we all do, or you guys all do a good job. But it was to say is I think all the the Tesla YouTube Twitter influencers and and um, people that are all on social media I think we've got uh, Tesla covered and re well represented I think I think there's no shortage of uh, Tesla news and stuff like that on the internet uh, mm -hmm. thanks to YouTube and thanks to social media yeah and I forgot to ask you guys how how the sound sounds so we'll just go with it if, if you can't hear me or if I get garbled every now and then uh, we'll just deal with it as it goes along. But thanks for coming on to the show, Drew. Like I said uh, before we went live, this is a very laid back, very easygoing show. Um, let me introduce the it's other guys show, before we... It's actually a show about nothing. I don't know. Yeah. You oh, you oh know okay. Basically, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld. I'll some get the base. Yeah. yeah, some of the tangents <laughs> we go on. Yeah, it definitely is. Speaking there, his name is Paul Tesla Canuck. He's a back, back... I'm the joker of the group. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing wrong with being a joker. Looking good and sounding good. Thanks for joining us, Paul. My pleasure. Thanks for and having me. No problem. And last but not least, the FSD Beta Canada Campaign Manager, also known <laughs> as Franklin. That's a mouthful, buddy. Did you type that by yourself? Did you have your mom help you with that? <laughs> no, no, I, wow. Now, I, I do think I used that hashtag before you did. Nope. Um, I'm the official wow. first person. I it don't took, know. I don't know. I went back. I scrolled. <laughs> actually, I did a tweet about this a couple of days ago. I scrolled all the way down to yeah. when it started. You're yeah. the first official person to join the campaign. I see. But it, ah. okay. but it took you two days after two I days. scammed it for two days. Guys, <laughs> let's, not, let's not fight in front of our guests. We have company. <laughs> we can't fight in no, front I'm of our guests. Pick sides here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> at, at the end, it's. It, at the end of this argument, it's going to turn into, "Hey, Drew, who do you who do you aside for?" and all that. You get, you get <laughs> right in. FSD Beta Canada. That's yeah, that's yeah. the end of the day. Side. <laughs> so divide the guess. How, how is that uh, campaign coming along there, Franklin? Uh, it's actually picked up an insane amount over the last week. Um, yeah. Really? So when I started it, you can actually like scroll through and you can see the history. It's mostly like me and then a couple of you guys putting in tweets every so often. And now, like, on any given day, there's probably, like, 15, 20, 25 people that use it. Oh, nice. So it's, awesome. it's getting there. Um, we're up to day 35. I try to put out one tweet every day of something unique, uh, something mm -hmm. that's a joke uh, based off of it. 
and it's progressively getting harder without repeating. Um, so <laughs> hopefully, yeah, it's, it's becoming a challenge. Nobody so remembers your tweets from 10 days ago. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some of them are memorable. I hope. Okay. So is there nothing legally preventing them from rolling it out to Canada or does Canada have any laws that could prevent it from coming there? Um, um, many laws. <laughs> we have the laws. Uh, that your video is frozen, by the way. And I know. I know. You can still hear me, though? Yeah. Okay. I'll fix this. So it's a nice anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so the, the, yeah. the truth keep, of the keep matter talking. Is, I'll, I'll figure it out on my own. The, okay. the truth of the matter is, and I'm going to tell you honestly, this is how our government works and all our mm -hmm. regulatory agencies. This is exactly how they work. Okay. Um, so, so the U S says, um, what does the U.S. say? U.S. says, uh, um, I was going to use an analogy with a dog. How can I do this? Uh, <laughs> the U.S. says, wag your tail, and we do. So <laughs> uh, so if the U.S. approves that Canada, rubber stamp, boom, that's how it works. Mm. So, Challenge me okay. if I'm wrong. Basically, <laughs> the uh, if you go by Smart Summon and the navigation on autopilot, uh, we're looking at three to four weeks before the Canadian government government approves it. And yes, but it's still a rubber stamp. It, it is, yeah. And basically, what they want to do is they want to say, "Hey, uh, USA, use this for you know a month. Show us the data. Is it safe? <laughs> thanks for thanks for testing <laughs> stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's um, a lot more of us, so they can guinea pig. <laughs> exactly right. And and then it's like, okay, let's let's make it happen, right? So. Is it good enough for Canada? Um, pretty much. The only gotcha. thing with this is it's really yeah. interesting. I don't know if it's actually going to happen now. And I say that uh, like I'm still hoping it does, obviously, for the sake of those daily posts. But um, the fact that we are getting snow and it's not going to work as well with outlines and stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, they want to get that type of data. True. I just don't know if they want to get it that soon and that quickly because obviously... Uh, with ice, it increases the risk factor of something bad happening. Uh, right, sure. And then that's bad press, so on and so forth. But at the same time, Chris got it, which is a Michigan yes, dirty did. Tesla. So um, I was just watching his video this morning. It seemed to be doing okay despite the weather. So, yeah. With the big I was impressed. Topics. So, yeah, no, Chris, Chris has great videos. I love watching Chris. Um, but, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, so uh, all jokes aside, like I'll continue the joke for up until we get it, and I've had a lot of fun with it, but we'll see. So you, some people aren't <laughs> happy with you, though, Franklin. I've had one. Really? I've had a couple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why are they mad? Um, apparently, a, a gentleman said he speaks on behalf of Elon that I should be the last one to, to get it. And that really backfired on him because the number of people <laughs> that spammed him after. I feel bad. Like, the yeah, motherfucker army came alive. Yeah, don't. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, I mean, Dirty Tesla spammed it. That's how he got it. He, he has a really he strong does, following, yeah. right? He does. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. seemed to work for him, so I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's yes. no track record saying this doesn't work, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's Franklin's um, That's uh, That's my idea. goal. Yeah. Yeah, that's my goal here, you know? <laughs> Spam it till it happens. No, <laughs> <laughs> with elon it seems to work pretty well yes <laughs> but it would be it would be um i don't know if funny is the right word maybe tragic if, if you were the last me, to get it and he blocks me uh, <laughs> yeah exactly it would be pretty tragic 
I hope that's not it. Angry. No. The tragic backfire. Yeah, we got your we got your back uh, there, Franklin. Unless Elon tells us we can't get it if we associate with you, then yeah, then you're on your own. <laughs> wow, <laughs> nice knowing you. Well, if that's the case, I really hope Tesla recalls my three. Okay. Mm. No, no. Before we do the recalls, we have to talk to Drew. It's just something like like I was mentioning earlier. It's something that we do uh, with all our special guests that come on the podcast. We just take. A minute or two and just get to know you a little bit i mean you're on the show uh, you know we don't want to just jump right in and just be rude and everything so we just like to get to know you a little bit and oh you're not rude you're not yeah, rude. <laughs> yeah. we're canadians so i don't know if we're uh physically able to be rude it's not possible no yeah that's it's what a, i've heard <laughs> yeah well my my name's andrew erickson i normally go by drew and i run the telosive ev channel which is the biggest poser of an ev channel in existence <laughs> because we talk all about evs as i don't own one myself but i still find the <laughs> subject interesting and i like covering uh, the company and all the other ev startups and i think over the next decade it's just going to get progressively more interesting which is why uh, i'm doing it now i've been doing youtube full-time for about three years before the ev channel i was mainly doing uh tech videos usually about apple products um but also other smartphones and tablets and watches and that kind of thing but uh, I've decided that the EV sector kind of stands on its own and there's enough of an audience to dedicate its own channel. So I'm just kind of doing both now and enjoying it and enjoying meeting people like yourselves. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Now I'm going to put you on a spot for a second. And sure. say if, if you, well, and you don't have to answer, I'm going to put you on the spot anyway. Uh, I answer. have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you enjoy more? The EV, uh, Taylosive or the tech, part of Taylor's. I know they're two Ooh. separate ones. Um, right now, I got to say EV. Yeah. I think uh, the, the tech world is progressively getting less and less interesting. And that's saying it as someone who's done like daily videos for the past couple of years. Well, even before I did full time, I was uploading daily. So it's been more like five years of covering iPhones, iPads, Apple Watches, and it's it's starting to peak. It's, it's kind of reached mm -hmm. the point where the biggest leaps have been made and now it's just kind of incremental tiny upgrades whereas ev is the opposite like it's just now starting to get really really interesting to the point that lots of other companies are going to come forward with their True. basically <laughs> how, how does every automaker combat the cyber truck is the question most of the internet oh. is asking how do you combat uh what tesla is doing and how tesla is growing and with their factories expanding and all that so i would say just general interest wise EVs more fun but um when there's when there's not so much going on in the EV space but there's a lot going on in tech then obviously it takes a lot of priorities to cover that instead but yeah. for now I I'll say EV I see more of a future in it awesome well you're in good company cool. because these guys over here and they're big uh, tech guys as well as Sweet. Guys, so. Yeah, I can't help it. I love tech. Yeah. <laughs> I drive yeah. my wife crazy. <laughs> it's probably a bit what? more Yeah, it's probably <laughs> a bit more relatable cuz we're buying them more often than we buy new cars, but Yeah. That's what got me into yeah. Tesla, right? It's the tech aspect. Well, that's exactly me too. wheels. Yeah. That's so I was not a car guy at all. Yep. I, I I'm not I was not interested in cars very much, but I was interested in, you know, the phones and tablets getting better, but and once I started uh, checking out Tesla, I was like, oh, so now it's like tech that can move itself around. So that's the next big thing. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah I no, the same feeling. I remember yeah. I heard you in your la last podcast with your buddies. And, yeah, you guys were saying you're not car guys, but you're tech guys. And 
They're becoming Tesla. the same. Yeah, They're merging Tesla more with the yeah wrong with that. Tesla. Yeah, that's a good place to be. <laughs> Software <laughs> updates, over the air updates. I think that's one of the biggest yeah. new things. It's like the electric aspect of it is one thing, but just the fact that the cars can gain features and get better with time is like unheard of pre EV time time frame. It's always been. You know, the car, you buy it, and that's when it's at its best, and then it slowly gets worse and worse and worse over time. But now yeah. they're, you know, learning to drive themselves, which I find mind blowing. So, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Okay. Eric said, let's blowing. attach a car to my tablet, <laughs> as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, yeah. I, now, I like the way Aaron thinks. Yeah. yeah. Now, um, okay. Last question before we get into the news, and we're not going to pester you with a personal. <laughs> personal answers. Personal anymore. questions. Keep yeah. yeah we, we, well, we could make this whole podcast just interviewing you, <laughs> yeah. uh, which we may do in another episode. But, anyways, um, last question. What's your favorite Tesla? If you had to buy one, I, I know you said you don't have one right now, but if you had to buy one, if you could see if I had, in the future. If I had to reserve one today that's been announced, I'd probably yeah. get the single motor Cybertruck. But I'm also very curious about the 25K model, but that hasn't been announced yet. So I can't claim that mm -hmm. one but depends on how they launch it and what the design is but yeah if, if we're talking already announced Cybertruck all the way I yeah. fell in love with it it's amazing now did you and, like it from day one no no it took me a week or so <laughs> <Did> anybody <laughs> when it first came out on stage I was like what the heck yeah <laughs> I, I, I wasn't a hater I wasn't like instantly like that's not that sucks it's terrible how could they I was just confused at first because Oh, yeah. I, you know, we've all had the predetermined notion of what a pickup should look like. And when that came out, it just broke my brain. Yeah. I didn't know how to feel about it. I was just like, uh, okay, yeah. it's kind of different. Specs seem great, but it's kind of different. And then the more I researched it and the more videos I watched on why it's designed that way and all these benefits of a stainless steel exoskeleton and the durability and the affordability of manufacturing, now that's all I want to the point that I don't want to buy a car with paint on it because of what I've learned about the Cybertruck. So I'm like, can we just yeah. make more stainless steel cars? <laughs> like, can we just skip the whole paint thing and just, I want to live in the Blade Runner future with all the weird looking cars. So if they so, had a S, X, 3, or Y stainless steel, would you offer that? It, depending on the price, price is pretty, because I, I really don't, the main reason for those listening who don't know me before, the, the main reason I don't have a Tesla is because I barely drive. I work from home, as does my wife. She's in the other room working right now. And we, did the math, I think, and I in our average daily driving is less than five miles per day. Wow. So there's very, very little driving going around right now. I still love Teslas and I have lots of friends with them that I get to meet up and we get to try them out. That's where I did my Model Y impressions and, and I've already got a few friends with Cybertruck reservations that we have scheduled to do meetups and stuff. So I'm getting the milk for free without paying for a cow right now, but <laughs> um, <laughs> if there was a lifestyle that required more driving i would probably be closer would you to be one. interested in let's say robot taxi existed today so you can mm. use it for those five miles per day that you need it <laughs> but at the same time you can use it as a robot taxi would that interest you uh if it's someone else's and i just pay for the ride hailing i guess yeah i mean i do i do have a vehicle it's a combustion engine but <laughs> i don't oh, love right. it i've had it since high school but um for for driving to the grocery store and back it's it's good enough um but if if there was a cheap way to just hail a task a, a tesla taxi 
and it could drive me there, heck yeah, I would love to try that. I just have my doubts about how ready that is. I don't I don't think if I bought one, I would opt it in for Robo Taxi though. I don't, I don't want my car driving around other people. But if someone wants to let me ride around in theirs, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you, it's you hear that, Dax Paul? He doesn't want you in his cyber truck. Well, I I would never <laughs> rent out any of my Teslas. I'm not interested in the Robo Taxi service personally. I yeah. just don't want someone else in my car. But actually, don't we know somebody who recently? What's that? Did you pay for FSD? I yes, absolutely, one hundred percent. Got you. <laughs> I like gotcha. our. We got our first Tesla in 2017. I bought FSD, so <laughs> you know, gotcha. I was one of the early uh, early investors. I think you would call it, you even though it wasn't Paul. in the stock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was going to say, I think we know somebody who recently uh, loaned out their car on Turo. I think, and it got kind of damaged, right? Oh, really? Didn't we talk about that? Um, yeah. This year? yeah. Uh, yeah, like that's what I'm worried about, right? People don't treat things they don't own with, with um, the same respect, in my True. experience. So they don't. That's it's why I'm understanding it. They don't, and I think it's human nature almost. I mean, I hate to say it. I like to think, yeah. I, I like to think that I respect people's property and, and even property that isn't mine, including my own and stuff like that. But I've got a, a rental right now, and I'll get into it later on the show. Um, right now. Um, yeah, and it is a gas car, so I apologize for that. But we won't, <laughs> won't speak any more of that. But I'm treating it nice and everything. But every now and then, like when I went to go park last night, went to the store and I went, I'm like, oh, you know what? I can park right in the front. I don't have to park like my kids hate when I park mm-hmm. way, way in a parking lot and walk all the way up to the front doors of the, of the store. Yeah. They hate it. It sucks. <laughs> what I'm accustomed to, right? But now yeah. it's like I'm in this car. It's like I don't. Not to say I don't care, but I guess yeah, maybe I don't care. You care less. I care less, and yeah, and I just see that in you. that aspect. And I'm thinking, yeah, I don't think I can ever rent out my car. Whereas Franklin doesn't care. He'll, he'll no. put all his cars in Robo Taxi. No, no, no listen. But it's family was, on Robo Taxi. I was smart because <laughs> I ordered a bunch of cars for the sake of Robo Taxi. Yes. Really? How so many? I have four oh, wise on order and three Cybertrucks. <laughs> really? Yeah. And they all have FSD. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Of course. Dang. And when is delivery for those? The Ys? <laughs> well, no. The, the Ys, I don't know, because they're the long-range real-wheel drive. Oh, which, four of those. Four of those, which everyone keeps asking. Um, and here's here's my thought at the time. Uh, for something that you want on RoboTaxi, we're going to make money. You want the most efficient vehicle possible. Uh, the three long-range real-wheel drive is the most efficient model uh, yeah. in terms of range. So in terms well, of to get a Y, I would get that one, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of payback, that's the one I opted for. Um, mm-hmm. So interesting. Yeah, that's fascinating. I wish I had that kind of money. <laughs> we all wish. We had that uh, money. <laughs> I just <laughs> want to answer I, Noah's I, I, question very quickly. Uh, yes. Yeah, go ahead. Um, no, 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 no. You want to highlight that there, Franklin, for a sec? I can't. So Noah said, "Would you use?" Uh, Robo taxi for your own personal day to day, picking up kids from school, dropping you off to work, one hundred percent home oh, life, yeah. etc. And sure. oh, for I've your done, family, yes, yeah. See, and this is I've done a video on this. This is why I increase value. This is why it keeps going up because uh, you can technically eliminate a second vehicle, which costs tens of thousands. And mm-hmm. uh, have someone get picked up from the airport when my parents fly in. I'll just be like, oh, Tesla, go get them. <laughs> I can't wait for someone like Earl. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, the newest uh, beta tester um, mm. to start up a program at like dog parks 
where he'll have people sitting in a dog park and your the self-driving car will pull up to the dog park. They'll take the dog out of your car, play with them, and then whenever you <laughs> want to send him back home, the car will drive back up. So you can just send your dog off to the dog park in a self-driving oh, car. Oh, okay. Right? That's interesting. And Wait, yeah. someone... His idea? No, this is my idea. I'm just saying Earl's going to implement this. I guarantee you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. so like mobile crating. Yeah. Walking. You have someone at a dog park that's like monitoring the dog for you and then you send them home whenever you're done it's like dog mode plus exactly <laughs> yeah dog mode plus maximum dog mode <laughs> just dog mode but there's gonna be so many of these cool uh opportunities for new businesses as soon as it becomes mm-hmm. a thing oh, yeah. um, it'd be really I fascinating agree. so it's a feature i look forward to yeah yeah me too for sure we, we all we all look forward to the future just maybe for different reasons and stuff like that well that's good that's good to to i mean once again like i said to you earlier drew we started off by finding out about yourselves and i don't know yourself and i don't know how we ended up on <laughs> dog walking <laughs> fsd so these oh, are the well. tangents the show goes off on but that's let's get some news <laughs> and one one other one just while we're on the topic yep. uh northern tesla said if robotax becomes lucrative he would pay his current three solely on robotaxi as he doesn't want people in his car, and then upgrade his own vehicle. So is that something that you guys sense. would consider? Yeah, an older mm. vehicle. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So if you, if it's in like three years from now, Paul, you have your Y. Dax, three years from now, you have your three. Uh, would you just throw it on there and use the money from that to get a new Tesla? Possibly. Uh, we yeah, we we had talked about it, my wife and I, that we may actually do that and just keep the car doing that, making money for us. That's and once again. Like Drew said, that's if this technology matures to that level uh, in the next few years. We don't know. Right? I, I personally think it's a little further out than that, especially being up here in the wintertime here in Canada. But uh, I know, frankly, you think it's a little sooner than that. But yeah, to answer your question, yeah, I probably would uh, consider doing that, like I said, I'm talking to my wife, and maybe just save that three for when my daughter starts driving in the next four or five years. Well, um, we'd have a better indication <laughs> if uh, hashtag FSD Beta Canada could happen that's a little true. quicker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what? It could be getting back to that on another tangent. It could be that it was ready since last week and now you've pissed off Elon. And now mm-hmm. like that guy, you are that guy maybe is speaking for Elon. Yes. Out yeah. of spite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going anywhere. I frankly <laughs> because because if this, this goes down, you need to run the show. <laughs> because I've already lost one camera and one mic already, and we're only 20 minutes in. <laughs> and it was getting getting to the news. Uh, the, we had a bunch of news, and I had to filter through which ones I wanted to talk about. So if you guys want to talk about anything like I mentioned earlier, just let me know, and uh, we won't even touch this. But if you've got nothing else, forever hold your uh, <laughs> whatever they say, your peace. And we'll start mm-hmm. talking about what just came out today. Just this morning, I woke up and I uh, opened up uh, some stuff. All Tesla related Ooh. stuff, and yeah, and then I saw this the the Model Three, sorry, the Model Three, the Model Y and the Model X uh, have recalls now. Don't get all panicky and everything. Uh, it says here this uh, article is from uh, our friend Darren at uh, Drive Tesla Canada. It says uh, impacting nearly ten thousand vehicles, roughly around ninety five hundred. Majority of those are from the X, and then just a handful, just under five hundred, is from the Y. Uh, and if you go down here, it explains that uh, Darren did a good job of 
explaining what the recalls are and everything like that. Uh, basically, the Y has something to do with the uh, control arm and the steering knuckle may not have been tightened up to the uh, mm. proper specifications. So they only found it in a handful of, of vehicles. If you consider they're almost they're on their VINs now are over seventy thousand and they're only oh, wow. calling about a hundred. Sorry, mm -hmm. four hundred or so. So, so it's not a big, huge concern. Um, it better to be air on the side of caution, right? And then the Model X—that's a little more. They say right here, approximately over nine thousand Model Xs from twenty sixteen to now. Uh, and this was done through the uh, NHTSA down mm. there in the states for you, uh, Drew, Drew. Probably gotcha. more, that company more or that organization more than we do. It's basically their our version of Transport Canada, uh -huh. and uh, they did a bunch of now. Now the problem is the I can't even pronounce this. The front uh, help me with this guy's Applek or something like that, or the, right down here. If you can see it on your screen, I'm you're on your own with that one, Dax. Oh, you know what? Look, I, I can do this. <laughs> Apple, Apple does um, the applique. Applique, yes. Here, is it French? A, I don't it's know. a noun or mental. Uh, ornamental needlework in which pieces of fabric are sewn or struck into a larger piece to form a picture or a pattern. <laughs> okay. I learned something new today. <laughs> Me too. Thank you, Apple. <laughs> Applique. Hey, Darren says I had it right. Applique. Applique. Oh, that's the French in you, Paul. <laughs> yes, it is. My, my mother's French. So, okay. so anyway, it's a piece of trim or it's a piece that's uh, near the Falcon doors. So, and it has to do with a European thing. So anyways, they're recalling that once again for safety. And, and if you think about it, 9,000 cars, in, and I'm not downplaying it. I'm not trying to, you know, make light of it. A recall is, is sometimes important. And sometimes it's done because they have to. Sometimes it's done because they uh, are getting out in front of the problem and doing it before it gets worse and before they're ordered to. But, um, you know, it's, it's one of the things that, how do, does anyone know to date how many uh, X's they've sold or they've manufactured? Oh, I don't. I'm sure yeah, much. I, I uh, would, pretty high amount. <laughs> my, my, I would, I would think in the hundreds. Right? My you know, my Model X from 2017, I think, is a VIN in the seventy thousands. Actually, okay, I'll just so pull it up right now and I'll tell you what it is from so, 2017. As of April 30th, 2019, 106,689. Oh, okay. Maybe mine's not in the 70s. <laughs> As of April <laughs> I gotta pull it up. April 30th, 2019. So we've had a okay. year and a half since then. Yeah. So, I mean, say okay, so we're looking at under, under 10%. 59,000. Okay, Probably around 6 or 7%. Six or seven yeah. percent, like like you're saying, six or seven percent. So, like I said, not to downplay it, but um, it's a good. It's it's neither a good or a bad thing uh, in in mm -hmm. today's uh, economy when it comes to recalls and stuff like that. You guys have this, any uh, takes on it? Yeah, my take on it. This one seems a little light. Either that, or I'm not understanding it. So, a piece of trim falls off. Like, what does it fall off when you're driving and hit somebody in the winds <laughs> windshield behind you? <laughs> like, you know, I I, I'm I'm having a little trouble with the severity of this one, but maybe I just don't get it. I think it's because it's close to the roof, it makes for good headlines because you can 
make the accusation that the roof is in danger on your Model X and sell your stock now. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. You know, there's there's that. And whenever you say Falcon Wing door, that always generates excitement as well. So, True. you know, <laughs> I'm, I don't know. Maybe someone in the comments can say something if they understand it better than I do. But this this seems like a pretty light recall to me. Yeah, no, it, I think it is. And, and as you guys were um, discussing it there, I was reading the, the article like, like anyone that hasn't seen this uh, podcast before, they know that we hardly read the full articles until we're live on it. Like we, we look at speak the, for yourself, at headlines. Yeah, speak for yourself, Dax. We yeah. always read them. Yeah. We yeah. ask Dax. Like, I don't read the <laughs> content. So it says here the NSTSA uh, notes owners may notice a noise inside the vehicle for either a short or prolonged period of time. Owners may also notice the trim coming loose and striking them and killing them in the head. Doesn't doesn't say that last part. <laughs> 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 Up until the striking and killing, everything else. <laughs> I sound like Gordon. <laughs> I just picture somebody like running behind the car saying, you know, sir, ma'am, you know, this piece of fabric fell off your vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> like, did anyone see that video earlier in the week where in China that uh, Model S roof fell off? I did see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it was. Now, I don't know about you guys, but. Third party. Yeah. I, I want to say. Once again, I didn't read the article. I just watched the video. <laughs> I read them saying it was a third-party repair that didn't put the roof back on correctly or something like that. But oh, okay. Much, okay. I didn't read too much into it, but that's what I heard. <laughs> so yeah, I only oh, saw I... the video that was shared of it. I didn't see any of the after follow-up information. Um, so all, all I saw was a car driving along and a roof come flying off, right? It's a convertible. It's yeah. a feature. <laughs> Instant convertible. <laughs> As long as you live someplace roof. sunny. <laughs> uh-huh. The Roadster's roof comes off, so... You yeah, know. yeah why, why not? It's only fair. <laughs> I saw the Model Y uh, lost a glass roof at one point, but that was not third party. Yeah. Hopefully uh, that was... Is a, it... Is it I, I thought the veracity of that was in question. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read too much into it, but I know it, yeah. it's one thing when you hear one off problem... If it's when it's like a chain of events that's happening that calls for, you know, like a recall like they're doing right now. But if it's just a one-time thing, it's not something I would get overly worried about. Here's the thing, right? And I know a lot of people are like, oh, no, it's not possible. I mean, it is possible. Uh, the threes had a trunk problem when they first came out. Yeah, so, the bumpers are falling off. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, um, I love Tesla as much as you guys, but you have to be critical of uh, production at times, right? And if they, and it's like you said, if it's a one-off or a couple bad in a massive batch, it's not as bad. I'm, I'm not underplaying it. I'm still saying it's bad, but uh, it's not as big of a problem as every car coming off that is doing that. And you still have to acknowledge that they made a mistake on those couple, right? Um, yeah. That, hey, they made a mistake. Where I see a lot of times it's like, oh no, it's uh, this or that or wh whatever the excuse may be, right? It's like, oh, no, their build quality wasn't up to par on this one, right? So yep. it is what it is, but it, it is enough. totally possible. That's my stance. Mm -hmm. I can Hopefully care. they get it worked out and uh, won't be a problem anymore. That's that's the good news with recalls most of the time is that that means they're identifying the problem and trying to fix it at the source. So, and well, they're not they're... recalling 
more recent gen Model there, X. There's recalls that they do that are like um, last year. I actually called them to come fix my horn because my horn stopped, and mobile hmm. service came out. And he's like, all right, I'm here to do your recall. I'm like, how about my horn? And that wasn't on the, the service <laughs> order at all. <laughs> so, oh, um, so he did a recall on my charge port. And it's funny, cause, well, not funny, but that day was the only, uh, that morning was the only morning I've ever had problem with my charge port in the oh, wow. like year that I had my car. And that afternoon is when he changed it because it was all the ice that built up. So it was really uh-huh. cool that... Uh, that they fixed it and they actively fixed a recall on my charge part, which again, going back to what Paul said, that's not like a massive, I mean, it is, I can't charge my car if it's frozen shut, but it's not like sure. a massive problem. Right. So, uh, not a huge safety concern. Yeah. So they're pretty active in fixing recalls. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. a matter of like, they didn't reach out to me. I kind of booked service and they did it at the same time. So maybe contact Tesla and say, Hey, do I have any recalls? I don't know. I'm not yeah. sure how that process works. There you go. Now, this may be an industry standard. I don't know because I'm not a huge, huge car guy like we spoke about earlier. But I find Tesla calls, they don't call them recalls. They call them bulletins. Is that normal? You yeah, know? it's standard. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Moving right along. I don't like that word recall. <laughs> yeah, exa- that's probably it. Eh? Negative that's connotation. Call, yeah, yeah. something else. <laughs> recall implies danger. It's just a bulletin. That's it, all. <laughs> it's a bulletin, yes. yes just a little yes. news flash. And then... A year down the road, like, oh, you know what? Bulletin sounds too much like bullet. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's just this is an aside, but this is what we do. Is it's kind of like so. I was browsing Best Buy's site, right? And they have <laughs> this is a, just a quick aside, and it, it it ties in. Okay, so they had they used to call them refurb, right? And I noticed oh, yeah. that they're calling them something else now. They're calling them recertified. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah so that's instead of right. refurb, they call them recertified. It's so a pretty positive of, connotation. Yes. So no recall is a bulletin. It's it's like <laughs> used. They don't what car manufacturer calls them used cars anymore. They're called pre-owned. Previously <laughs> enjoyed. <laughs> it's all the wording, right? It's all about wording. Well, it's Existing new inventory. It's new. It's new to you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. And Tesla used to call them CPOs, right? Certified pre-owned. Yeah. They, yeah. They drop certified means it's good. Yes. <laughs> well, it has certification, right? You get that paper, you're good to go. Yes. Yeah, and then use, I don't know if, use if a they dirty do, word. I don't know if they. <laughs> I don't know, Drew, if they do this in the U.S., but like you know, you got the uh, the housing developments, right? And it'll be on a piece of land that's totally undescript, kind of crappy actually, and they'll call it Ashton Meadows. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Ashton Meadows. <laughs> it sounds so euphoric. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen that in the U.S. <laughs> uh, I think that might be uh, a Canadian thing, Paul, but I know exactly. Okay, what I've been yeah. some places, and I'm, uh, I almost said the B word. Anyways, anyways, moving right it's along. Like, it's, it's like in the <laughs> movie Elf. Well, let me get. It's like it's like the movie Elf, right? Mm-hmm. Classic Christmas movie, Great. right? And he's like, "This is the world's best cup of coffee." <laughs> and like she's like, "This is the shit cup of coffee." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I really right. took us off track there. Sorry, Dex. No, Six hundred and twenty-one no. miles. I got you, Dex. You got me. You got yeah. me. Okay. No, no, no. In no. other words, a thousand kilometers. Yeah. Now, is that just <laughs> once again? That could be coincidental. That could be a whole thing that we talk about and not even <laughs> the actual headline and bury the lead and everything. But what we're talking about is. Um, Elon yesterday. Now I don't even know. I guess he does 
he probably does dozens of interviews that we probably don't even hear about. You would think it's yeah. all about him seeing seeing Franklin's peppering him every night with a uh, FSD Beta Canada. I mean, <laughs> That's what he was just doing right now. <laughs> but anyways, he was in. The, he's doing that right now. He's got his head down. He was um, in an interview. I think it, it was a Berlin interview. Even though the 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 girl that the interviewer, uh, she didn't sound like she had an accent. She, she was British or anything. Anyways. Once again, getting off on a tangent, not even talking about the article. He talked. He talked. <laughs> mostly about, uh, Berlin, yeah. Yeah, he talked about the uh, semi. Now, should I call it semi or semi? What's the correct way to say, it, guys? Because I think I feel like Is I'm saying. Correct? I don't know. Was well, it demi more? Is it demi more? <laughs> Tesla or Tesla? <laughs> oh, sorry about that. That debate again. Yes. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's saying now it's going to have a new range, uh, an increased range. He, now he hinted about this a couple months ago, but he talked about it uh, in this interview, and he says it's going to be a thousand kilometers, which do the conversion that works out to about six hundred and twenty-one. With 600, the payload. With the payload. Now, yeah. as soon as I heard this with a payload, I mean, I read the electric article, which is when we're featured here, because electric was one of the first, if not the first, to to uh, bring this to our attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the, in in the electric article, uh, there was a um, the video, a link to the video. So I, after reading the article, I went and I listened to the twenty minute video, and it was a good good video, uh, good interview. And then it, with this kind of information, it was near the tail end. If you're going to watch the interview, it's near the tail end of the twenty minutes. Uh, but he goes into details talking about um, the the efficiency and how the battery and and how he could get 500 kilometers out of it, no problem. He actually called it trivial. <laughs> He's like, oh, right. ah, we can do that in a <laughs> No problem. Yeah, it's like, ah. Easy. Yeah, it's like, that. that's like, and did anyone else, when they read that, did anyone else take that as a slam to the other manufacturers that are making 300-mile <laughs> EV <heavy> trucks? <laughs> Just <laughs> a little how, bit. That's how I A little bit. I thought he might yeah. be a... Uh, dogpiling on since I've, all the headlines are saying he's richer than bill gates now and i know bill gates said that electric semi trucks would never be very yes. viable so i thought oh. that was maybe him just kind of dogpiling oh easy easily yeah. <laughs> 500 oh. kilometers i think it's just his vocabulary like if you not to take away his success but if you look at his all speeches like he uses the same catchphrases fairly often when he's describing things and yeah um yes. For him, it's just, yeah, this is true. Like, you know, just something he says. Yeah. I love how he almost every interview, he we, we should actually do account for this, Franklin. In almost every <laughs> interview he does or any speech he does, he has to use he has to use the word fundamental or fundamental. Yeah. I do <laughs> notice that. Oh, it's, it's funny. It's great. I mean, I'm not making fun of the guy, but it's just <laughs> funny how he always uses that. Anyways, getting back to the article. <laughs> He's got the fundamentals down. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, his catchphrases are really good because think about it. We're here analyzing a single word on what he means. and yeah. Oh, it's trivial. Like, and that oh. can just be like, it's no different than him saying easy, right? Let's be realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're here analyzing it because he said that one word, right? Yeah. Well, we always right. analyze uh, Elon's words. Well, LIDAR it, it, is a fool's errand, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> He has one word tweets and we yeah, analyze that into the whole article. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. I've, d- I've done whole videos on one word tweets. <laughs> <laughs> we all have. Yeah, that's it's so true though, right? Because it, it's it's 420 so into yep. <laughs> oh yeah, three three numbers. Yeah. 
<laughs> order of magnitude. That's what I was thinking of. Order of magnitude, yeah. yeah. Order of magnitude. He, that a, he lot does that too, a lot. Yep. A lot. Um, yeah. But when I read this article, tell me if you guys thought the same thing, uh, because we're all interested in the same thing. And let's be let's face it, none of us here in this panel, none of, nobody I know, at least, uh, is ordering a, a semi a semi truck anytime soon. If at I'm all. on the fence, are no. you? <laughs> <laughs> Only people I know. That he doesn't need the car, but Cybertruck isn't badass enough. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say the only one I know that's getting one is Zach and Jesse. Uh, they're oh. yeah, they're getting one and they're gonna take everyone out for test drives and everything. When, That's when pretty people... awesome, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where they're gonna put it. I hope they have a. a <laughs> That's my goal in life. I want to drive a Tesla semi at least once before I die. That's my. That's hope. pretty cool. Yeah. That's it good. Sounds amazing. Well, yeah. I've seen enough people <laughs> tag me in these like GoFundMe's. Maybe I'll just start one of those for one of these. Yeah. <laughs> just getting to the issue. Back to what we're here to do. No, just kidding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've long, like you guys know, like whenever I'm on the show and this topic comes up, I've always said that Elon sandbags the uh, range capabilities. And I bet you even, you know, my 2018 Model 3 is sandbagged. I just, mm. I just feel like, you know, at any moment he could say, here's another 5% for you people. <laughs> right? It's true. It's true. Like he, he does it every year, right? In, in one model or another. No, they it's true. Another know. efficiency update out of the. I think the reason for that is they want the battery to be uh, prolonged life, right? And as they do testing and stuff, they're like, oh, um, we don't have to be as uh, preservative. Uh, Right. We can extend. Yeah, we don't have to be as cautious. Um, We can go, we can push limits further. And then they push it further and we kind of get an update. Uh, It'd be kind of neat. And I'm kind of curious. I'm sure people still complain, but if like a toggle on your car, like extend range, but reduce battery life. Like longevity, oh, yeah. There you go. So I'm uh, kind of curious to see how many people would actually do that. But again, you get a lot of people that would be angry, like in half the time, like, "Oh my god, my battery died! I clicked the toggle, but I didn't realize it was this." Right? So right. it's not the greatest idea, but sure. it'd be interesting. Well, it's funny. It they, uh, I don't know if you guys watched the video. Um, uh, Kim Java, also known as uh, Like Tesla, back. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has a YouTube channel. Anyways, their last uh, video, her and her husband do videos. Um, I, I'm, I'm sitting sitting here saying it like you guys don't know. Everyone knows like us. Anyways, she just did a video <laughs> yesterday, I think it was, or the day before, of uh, battery efficiency and how to calibrate it. And, and you know what? I thought it was a really good video. And in my uh, Facebook group, I actually posted it and I told everyone in my three and my wife group, I said, you know, you guys got to watch this because – especially this time of year, all I'm getting now uh, for posts is, oh, my battery, my efficiency is going down, my battery's going mm-hmm. down, like, oh, like the sky is falling. Everyone's like panicking that the sky is falling. So I put this um, post up there, not everyone, right? I shouldn't say everyone, but a lot of people. Um, and I find it with the new owners, right? So I put this post up there with the video and I said, watch this video and maybe it'll explain how to calibrate it or maybe it'll explain how it's, your battery isn't dying. You're not losing range. It's just how the battery works and how chemistry and physics and everything works and everything. Uh, but in that video, what she what she talked about is how uh, Tesla is saying now you can go down to or Elon and or Tesla is saying how you can go down to five percent and it, it won't harm the battery. You can go up to one hundred percent and it won't harm the battery. So we, which I think we all knew. Anyone 
of us that follow Tesla uh, in depth, we all knew that there must be some range and some uh, yes, some headroom. Headroom. Some that's the word I'm looking for. Thank yeah, you. yeah. In in the battery pack, that when you go to 100, it's not a true 100. percent So you're not going to kill kill the battery pack. And when you go down to zero, even when you go down to zero, it's still not zero. There's still something yeah. left in there. So Tesla's done so much, uh, and, and I think out of all the EV uh, car manufacturers, Tesla's by far the best in terms of managing the battery. And, and I've said it to people before, and I'll say it again, like, don't worry about the battery. Don't worry about killing or harming your battery. The BMS in there does an awesome job. And its number one job is to protect the battery. So no matter what you do, it's programmed to, you know, be idiot proof. I hate to say it from yourself, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. From people like me that like may kill the battery. So. And anyway. just look at old uh, reviews of older Teslas and how they've aged and how little degradation there can be on, you know, six, seven year old Model S's and people are still yeah. driving around. I still see them all the time. Uh, some of the OGs, uh, you know, like I saw a couple of the uh, green Model S's on my last oh, road trip. Yeah? Still driving around. People are using them and they wouldn't be using them if the battery was fried completely. So, uh, and I think the Model 3s are going to age even better. Yeah. I've legitimately uh, had a conversation with someone. I was actually in a dealership lot and they had used X, uh, sorry, pre owned X. And I was, uh, <laughs> I was just talking yeah. to someone there who's looking at a car and he's like, Oh yeah, I wouldn't buy that. The minute it hits zero, you can never charge it up again. It's just the battery's gone, so you don't get to drive your car anymore. And I was just like, well, what, like why?" And I, <laughs> I, I explained to him how it works, and he's he's like, "Oh no, my neighbor bought one, and he said he can't charge it up anymore. You have to check your warranty. Your warranty doesn't cover that. Your car's <laughs> never gonna work again." And I was just like, "Okay, that's enough." There's so right. many myths out there about EVs. Yeah. And maybe he was talking about charging. Yeah. Maybe he's talking yeah. about a Nissan Leaf because they've had some batteries. <laughs> yeah, that is true. They, and I'm not knocking the Leaf. Heard of the? Uh, I think Dan from What's Inside had one of the original Roadsters, and he said that if that went down to zero, it wouldn't be able to turn on again. But they don't even make those anymore, so it's kind yeah. of a different discussion. Anyways, um, let let me just ask you guys. Once again, we went from the semi truck. And their range talking about lease and lease <laughs> and then battery packs. Amazing. It's amazing. It's, it's it's like if someone could roadmap our conversations, it'd be funny. Branching off. How are you yeah. enjoying your stay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what I was going to ask you: did anyone that when they saw that headline or read that article or even listened to the interview um, by Elon when you're talking about the semi truck and like one of you guys, I forget who it was, uh, pointed out that is with payload. These range estimates and capacities are with payload like almost a full payload did anyone else think oh did they anyone else relate that to the cyber truck and say oh does that mean it may work for the cyber truck the same way because i did mm. maybe i'm the only fool that that thought you know what if these are the numbers they're giving for the semi could they be also like the numbers that they were giving for the cyber truck with payload i definitely think uh, Cybertruck range is going to far surpass what they promised when they unveiled it yeah. just because same with the Model Y event, same with the Model 3 event. They always give a much lower number than what it actually achieves when they launch it. Um, my only guess as to why they're probably describing the semi range with a payload is because it's like the whole purpose of the semi. There's not people 
There's sure. not a lot of people driving around semis with no payload, but uh, <laughs> there's probably going to be a decent number of people that drive around the Cybertruck without a payload or anything towing or, or in the bed. So I could, yeah. I don't think maybe for that same reason, they would they would be advertising the range with uh, a payload, but uh, knowing Tesla and how I think the initial Model Y dual motor, when they unveiled it, they said it would have a range of 280. Now, here we are. Uh, just a year later, and it's 326. So if that's anywhere similar to the Cybertruck, then I think you could expect 340, 350 for the dual motor and maybe 550 for the tri-motor. And maybe it'll be closer to 500 if you load some stuff in the back. So in a way, you're kind of right. Yeah. Now, how much, sorry, how much did you say for the uh, dual motor, you think? Uh, maybe 340, like 350. Yeah. Awesome. I, could you say. Speak so I like the way you're... I like the way you're thinking, buddy, because <laughs> that's well, what I'm just, hoping for. <laughs> Model Y is the most recent one, right? That was like the quickest unveil to delivery, and that's the most recent product they've launched. And now it sounds like, uh, if if we're hearing Elon correctly, that the Cybertruck should be the next major launch. Semi might be somewhere in there. Um, it's, but It's interesting because you, you brought up a good point, right? I think they're the only company I can think of that actually shows off a product. And then says, okay, we're ready to release it. We're going to make this way better than when we showed it off. Because how many products have you bought or ordered or seen in a reveal where it's like, oh my God, that looks so cool. And then you show up and it's like missing half the features. Right. Nowhere close to what (laughs) I like. Yeah, it's not even close to what you put your money on. Or if you're lucky, it's pretty close, but it's missing that one thing where it's like, oh man, they showed that. That would have been so cool. I think that's like the only thing I can think of. Where it's like, I just put money down on a Cybertruck, and I know in three years, four years, however long it takes, FSD Beta Canada, um, however long it takes, you're going to get something way better than right what you put your money on, right? Mm-hmm. And I know for us, I joke around, the Beta takes a while, the trucks are going to take a while, so I'm also expecting ours to be even slightly better, especially with the 3 refresh. Uh, mm. I still think the time we get it, we're going to see a iteration of the Cybertruck improved um from when you guys get it so yeah those the specs they gave on stage are worst case scenario I think. yeah <laughs> it's it just really fascinating to me that you're actually gonna get something better yeah definitely yeah. yeah it's rare and you guys were talking about um uh range boost and, and how they oh yeah what they released what what they actually come out with later and you're talking about paul was saying how you know they've got more in a tank so to speak Pardon the pun. Well, Tesla, <laughs> they, they just did the same thing with the S again. And did they just do it a few months ago with, with the this S? Is when like they, the third jump this year, I think. Yeah. I, it's like yeah. amazing. They're finding now, whether it's hardware or um, software efficiencies, power, they, they don't get into details. I, at least I don't think they have in the last couple ones. But, anyways, uh, now they're saying the Model S is going to have a range of. 409 miles, which works out to 658 Oof. kilometers. Can you imagine that, guys? Six, only 11 six, miles to go. <laughs> yeah, only 11 <laughs> miles to go. Because you know that definitely what they're aiming for. 20. <laughs> if they had the price there and the range there, it'd be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> now, but I think I think in this article, though, that they explain it exactly as I perceive it, right? Which is take a look at Lucid Motor or any other competitor that comes out and says, we're going to have a range of, you know, five kilometers more than the Tesla. Right. You know, give it a week. Elon's like, oh, it's been retested. 
<laughs> they are so competitive. They may not make it seem like that when they talk about how you know open yeah. source patent and everything, but at the same time, if someone comes up near their range, they have to top them. They have That's to. right. I don't and think that, the that, Model S range was an accident. No. And that's the other thing. I see a lot of people hating on other EVs. It helps us out tremendously because of that competitive nature. Yeah. yeah. We're going to benefit so much, uh, especially as more people get into it, right? Um, we're going to start seeing like battery range and like we're, we're the ones who benefit ultimately, right? So I think Elon yeah. was quoted for saying um, if another EV company comes along and can build a better EV than us for cheaper and Tesla goes out of business, I think that's a good thing because. That's the point. They mm -hmm. want everybody to move on. So he's like, you got to beat us. <laughs> Go for it. How many other CEOs of big companies would ever, can you see that would ever say something like that and still oh. have their job in the morning? <laughs> trying to think. Yeah, I know. It's like, nobody, but, and you know what? I truly, no I, some people could say, oh, he's just saying that. But I think he truly believes it because, you know, it's a whole mission statement, right? Uh, he thought Tesla was going to die. I mean, and he's got enough on his place with SpaceX. I think if someone yeah. came came along and put Tesla out of business, it wouldn't it wouldn't ruin his life. He would probably just have more time for Starship. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was an article I read last week, and you know what I mean when I say I read. <laughs> I read the, the yeah. headline uh, <laughs> that talked about how uh, Elon doesn't in the future. Elon doesn't want to sell you cars anymore. Like this is just a uh, stepping stone. Tesla selling cars is only a stepping stone for him to make money so he can get to Mars. Because mm. so, that's, that's where he came from. <laughs> that's what I think. He, he wants to go, he wants he wants to to go home. back home. Yeah. yeah like, he's easy. <laughs> <laughs> he's easy. <laughs> uh, Frank Lavier, never mind. You don't even know what ET is. Well, Actually, I think, of I, Starlin, I think Drew's younger than you, but we're not going to get into age and everything. We always, Drew, we always make fun of Franklin because he, he's so young, but I know. They can make fun of me. Yeah, That's I was going to say, I think you may be a little younger. I don't, I don't know, maybe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what don't you know, Franklin? I don't know how old Drew is, so I'm not going <laughs> to say one way or the other. He's younger than you. Let's just say, we're not going to get into details. Like it's I said, we, didn't want to get, we don't get a personal stuff. If you want his, you're past uh, the personal information already. Yeah, you already got his sin number, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got it right now. <laughs> you're set. Well, I think the semi is exciting. I'm not like even gonna buy one, but I just can't wait to see the semi come out. Oh uh, yeah, I think it's exciting only for the fact that it's uh, another industry that they're gonna completely upset. Right? Yeah, for uh, sure. Disrupt, sorry, not upset. Disrupt. <laughs> and the Model S is just getting better every day. I hope the Plaid one gets a a, a little updated interior and exterior though. yeah i agree it's i still time. think i still think the plaid at its value makes the roadster look bad yeah it kind of does yeah, yeah. well I won't can disagree. you imagine what the roadster is going to be like when they talked that we were talking earlier about how they sandbag numbers and whatever they're barely they legal now. yeah it's gonna like if they're saying if they said, <laughs> what well, channel is this has it been three years now <laughs> has it been three years since the unveiling yeah they said 2020 at least for the roadster yeah, yeah. And they said 1.9 seconds, zero to six. And that's the base model now. <laughs> and that's the said. base. So can you imagine what it truly is going to be when in 2025 it's released? I think the range will exceed 700 miles. And I think the zero to 60 will be around yeah. one and a half. Yeah. Illegal. Less. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's crazy. It will be illegal in 30 states. <laughs> I could see them geofencing it like, because the car obviously has a GPS in it. It could like lock if it knows you're on a public street and be like, okay, you can't use the cold gas thrusters now, 
but if you if you're on a closed track and they can tell by your location you're on a track okay now you can use the cannons uh, yeah i don't know so simply do that right it I mean, would be a pretty simple line of code they could just be like no 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 don't don't use your air cannons when you're at a yeah. stop well, and go traffic they know where the car is wherever it is they can adjust the and the model s and the x they adjust the um the suspension so mm -hmm. <laughs> they could do it they could easily do it. yeah that that might be but, a thing they may have to do because they may make it so fast but you're right uh franklin about you know but you're still now able to achieve a zero to 60 in less than two seconds but you can seat five and still have a hatchback for 60 grand less that's yeah I feel like the, the roadster yeah. less in pricing unless they come forward with some new specs on the roadster that just blow everything else out of the water. My guess is the range is going to be better than what they said in 2017. Yeah, because they said it in 2017, but they weren't nowhere near production. And I feel like with the battery mm -hmm. tech they're aiming towards, I wouldn't mm -hmm. be shocked if they came up with a stupidly high number. I'm not going to say double, but you know what I mean. Oh, dang. That'd be funny. Yeah, it would be, right? <laughs> Because I feel like they have to do something to make the difference bigger. I think it'll be the absurd range and the SpaceX package is my guess. Yeah. That, that's what's going to set it aside from the Plaid Model S. Mm -hmm. And maybe they'll drop the price so much that it'll, like, I don't know. Who knows? Hopefully they increase security on it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hopefully, good segue. Hopefully, good segue, Franklin, once again. Thanks for doing that. But did you guys read the, this article? Moving on to our last one. From I saw the headline. I'm not yes. sure how they did it. What did they do? Well, there's a video <laughs> that that went along with it. Um, I watched the video and it was almost it was pretty well produced. Anyways, I don't know if this guy in the video, this kid, he looks very very young, that actually does it, um, is the actual what's the guy's name again? I read in the article. Oh, uh, Hacker Man. Leonard uh, Wowards. Uh, I may be mm. butchering that. I apologize. Uh, security researcher at Belgium University. KU Levuna. Uh, mm. They put together some. Now we know it, it's it happens here in North America, but it's a lot more prevalent in uh, Europe, where they do this relay attack using the, the key fob and stuff like. That. Thank God, the Model Three, even though it has the key fob, you can buy separately. It doesn't really need it, so maybe mm -hmm. it can't be done with the with the three. Hopefully, maybe it can't, but. Maybe that's why they're going after S's and X's. Maybe they're all going after S's and X's because of the value. Just a richer demographic. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. The, if if you get the time to actually watch the video, yeah. it's so it's very well produced, but it's kind of funny in a way because it shows it. Uh, the video basically is showing this person hacking this family's Model X and driving away with it, right? Yeah. And it shows them along the way, you know, typing commands in. And the funny thing there is, he's like looking around, looking around, typing in commands. He types in open Falcon wing doors, right? And the Falcon wing doors open up. And like I tell you, if I'm going to steal a Model X, the last thing I'm going to do is open the Falcon wing doors. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ten feet in the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stealing your car. I'm, yeah, no, it's true. But I think I know what you're saying, Paul, but obviously that, uh, that video was to show to demonstrate. Yeah, I know. I'm just... All, all the controls that they have over the that car. That is funny. And then at the end of it, like a, in the video, it goes into the dance mode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> music. But at the yeah, end of it, on the you Christmas have to actually thing. plug something into the interface, into the, um, what's it called again? What's the port? MCU? Yeah, so that port, uh, the COM, COM port, whatever. They have to, he had to actually plug in 
the laptop in there to actually uh, start the car and drive away. Everything else they can get in the car from just uh, cloning the key fob and everything, but to actually drive away. So, anyways, at the end of the day, this this guy was is a white. He, sorry, at the end of the day, this guy is a white hacker, and um, he brought it to Tesla's attention back months ago, probably I think in the summer, and uh, Tesla's just gotten around to this. Is why I guess is why they're releasing it now to uh, actually patching this problem. So, you know, are the cars completely, uh, you know, impervious to any kind of hacking? No, uh, we know as as uh, tech nerds, I guess you could say, or however you want to describe yourself, uh, and I apologize if I've insulted you by calling you a nerd to the guys <laughs> in the panel, but tech enthusiasts, we know that if, if there's a way, there's a, or if there's a will, there's a way to, to hack something. So they're going to have to get better with it. Uh, and I'm glad that this was brought to their attention and they fixed it. But um, do you guys ever think, I'll ask you guys, give me your opinion on the video or, or, or the article itself. But what I want to know from you guys, do you guys ever think that there'll ever be a time where the cars are unhackable and totally safe for? No, mm, not possible. <laughs> no. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the bad actors are always one step ahead. But So the, the um, in this case, for what the person did, it's very easy for Tesla to patch, uh, fortunately. Because it's just uh, adjusting the signature of the updates, uh, with the fob. Yeah, so it's not a super hard fix. Uh, but in general, uh, nothing is hack proof. So uh, I'm going to get a lot of hate because I'm going to use this as the example. Um, a lot of people used to say Mac is unhackable, no viruses, no whatever. Uh, the reason why is they had such a small user base. Yeah, we lost his audio, guys. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. For <laughs> I, I was thinking, <laughs> you, you say something bad about Apple. No, see, that's that's it. You're I, out I, of the podcast. The reason I unmuted you because I didn't want so, to. Yeah, the, the Apple no, so the, for the longest time, like a lot of people said that. Um, and Windows was the target because if you think about it, they had 98% user base. So you're going to go target the people with the largest percentage. Um, right, yeah. As Mac starts growing in popularity, you notice that there's been more uh, things coming up for it in terms of viruses and things like that. Um, and, ex and exploits uh, as it gets more popular. Uh, and I'm going to tie this all around. Uh, Linux is my operating system of choice, and I love it. However, uh, people are like, oh, my God, it's so secure. Uh, granted, that one's like live patches that people submit. But it's only secure because it has like a 0 0.0001 right. install base right. where people don't care, right? Um, so kind of going back to what I was saying, as Tesla gets more popular, and not just Tesla, but any automaker that becomes more of a computer and on wheels. And they're very tech-oriented, too. Yeah, anything that's a computer on wheels, as those become more popular, you're going to start seeing more of these. Uh, they might not all be uh, white hat people like this. You're going to get some that are have ill intention, and it's just going to happen. There's not much you can do if you think banks spend tons of money to try to secure their money, and it happens all the time, right? Um, so nothing is truly secure. That's what I'm going to end it off with. Doesn't matter what system it is, uh, it's like your house. You can add as many security measures as possible. If someone wants to break in, if there's enough will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. And cybersecurity is a moving target. Cybersecurity is actually a real struggle because if you're the person doing security, like you're someone at Tesla, right? And your whole job is to make sure their system's secure. If there's no reports coming out, how do they know you're doing a good job? 
Great. If there is reports coming out, that means you're doing a bad job. So you're That's why they have like hackathons, you know, where they yeah, for sure. They, they encourage people to try to find vulnerabilities so that they can know where to patch it. But yeah, it really comes down to like um, who, how likely is someone going to have access to the hardware and the know-how to hack this vehicle? It's not a matter of never; it's a matter of how often. And mm-hmm. I mean, at a certain point, it, it, it. I mean, the the common question I would get because there's a lot of people in my social circle that don't have teslas is just like is this less secure is this a downgrade to which i would say no because there you reach a point where the likelihood of someone being able to target your vehicle and gain access to it and then plug into the right port and go the likelihood of that happening is probably a lot less than someone just willing to break a window and hotwire and <laughs> or steal well, whatever yeah. inside you bring up a good point right it's likelihood um if your traditional car gets stolen the likelihood of it returning is a lot less or yeah than a tesla um yeah last time i saw it and this was when they had five hundred thousand cars produced there's only three that ever been stolen and not returned i don't mm. want my car back if it's stolen i'm telling you that right now a new one a i want new and b i don't know what that person has done in my Dex, car. where do you leave your key card yeah. <laughs> But that, I'm just saying, it, from a security perspective, uh, it is a benefit as a Tesla because it's a lot harder to steal and actually Correct. take. Like, you're going to get it back. But um, to say it's hack-free is, I mean, also... also yeah, uh, I, I think if you, if you look at back in the day, right, the level of education required to use a Slim Jim <laughs> to get into a vehicle is a lot less than to do what was demonstrated in this video. So the the universe of people who can do this are probably, there's probably none of them hanging out on your street. <laughs> Very low, right? low chance of that. Right. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, the only reason I ask is because I think society, now that these cars are becoming autonomous and self-driving and stuff like that, society is going to dictate or, or expect that these uh, software computers on wheels are secure. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you don't want it being hacked while you're doing 120 down the highway kilometers or even miles. Sure. Uh, down the highway, you don't want it being hacked and some 15-year-old from their mother's basement is having <laughs> driving your car from guardrail to guardrail. You know what I mean? Another reason full <laughs> self-driving is done locally, not um, reliant on a server. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, uh, that is it for news, guys. Do you have anything you want to uh, talk about news-wise, newsworthy that that I might have missed? There's one thing, very quick. Um, I didn't see a lot of people cover it, and maybe so you, I just missed FSD it. FSD Canada. I'm gonna. No, nope. <laughs> you uh, Someone asked Elon, any chance test owners can adjust sentry mode uh, sensitivity, and he said, sure. Oh, there you oh. go. Oh, very good. That was on tweet. That was on November 19th, by the way, which, uh, again, I haven't seen it pop up a lot in my news feeds from, like, article writers and stuff like that. So I thought that was kind of cool. Now, will that maybe be in a version 11? Mm, Who knows? And that's a whole separate Mm. debate whether it could be called version 11. Listen, just be happy I gave you that. I don't know when it's going to come out. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, did anyone else hear the rumor? Maybe I even shouldn't. Okay, I'll say it. I don't care. Did anyone hear the rumor that version 11 may get Apple CarPlay and Android Auto? 
I, I started that rumor. Sorry? <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> I started that rumor. <laughs> okay, well, it's it's. Uh, I heard it from a. I, I don't have a source. I shouldn't call it a source, but it I would heard make that sense from, to me. Well, it would make like, sense, like if, but next to Spotify, right? Like, especially like Spotify started out in Europe, right? And they're always very big in Europe. It's not to say they're not big in North America. They are, but I believe Apple Music is actually bigger than Spotify in North America. So correct me if I'm wrong there, but last time I looked at these stats, I'm, sounds right. I in think paid that's what subscribers. It I don't yeah, know about paid subscribers. Yeah, freemium, but uh, yeah, so, they're pretty close. So it makes sense, right? Like yeah. you know, you've got a lot of people out there that don't use Spotify. I've always found it incredibly awkward at the lack of collaboration between Tesla and Apple because I feel like both companies have such similar yeah. design styles with UI and uh, similar ideologies, but and there's clearly a huge overlap. I mean, three out of the 10 Tesla stores I vid visited are right across from an Apple store. <laughs> they like <laughs> put them next to each other. And clearly there's a lot of Apple fans that are also Tesla fans. And maybe it's because of Project Titan and Elon at one interview seemed to be pretty convinced that Apple was going to go to uh, co compete with them and I know that Apple hired a lot of ex-Tesla employees and that kind of thing so maybe there's some bad blood between the two companies but I yeah. still think it's incredibly awkward that the two companies haven't worked together on much other than like yeah. the Tesla app on iOS other than that <laughs> there's like no uh, collective um, you know working together on something whether it be a CarPlay mode or supporting Apple Maps instead of Google Maps I know a few people that want that change and just it's bizarre because they they seem so similar and maybe it's because apple tried to buy them out <laughs> they, wanted, <laughs> they wanted elon gone so that that makes it kind of an awkward relationship but i wish they would do something like that yeah. i wish that too yeah Me too. i mean it benefits the consumer at the end of the day right mm -hmm. like we we're talking about competition earlier franklin brought up all the different competition how it benefits us in the long run and that's at mm -hmm. the end of that's exactly it at the end of the day so hopefully they do hopefully that rumor is true hopefully it, it'll be in version 11 but um i'm not holding my breath but it'd be a nice happy surprise yes definitely for sure uh franklin did you see any questions throughout the uh in, in the in the chat throughout the podcast um, i have not seen any i've got uh, a couple here okay uh i've got a couple they're really quick um we can go through and you guys can just give your um, opinions about it or your answers if you have any. If not, we'll just move on because we're going to wrap this up in about five minutes if we can. Uh, the first question is from a person named Ash Dutt. The theoretical question, if I buy FSD for, and I think we know the answer to this, but it was a question, so I figured I'd get it answered. Uh, let me start over. Mm -hmm. If I buy FSD as an owner of a Model 3 and later I sell this car and get a Y, Will I be able to transfer, quote unquote, transfer no. the FSD to them? Let me finish a question. <laughs> I just went through that. No. <laughs> okay, after is your answer. Moving on. <laughs> These guys will well, let me finish. I, I, I'm the picking last, up my mom. Go ahead. The last portion of the question, which I think Ash might be confused on, is saying, uh, how can I monetize the purchase of FSD when it's non-transferable to the new owner? Is that... I believe it is transferable if you sell it used with That's FSD. That the next owner will get FSD. It sticks with the car, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I guess if not, then how can one monetize 
Uh, one. Well, Tesla. So the answer is in the question. <laughs> yeah, I think the answer is he or she answered their own question. Yeah. yeah. And the the other answer is Robo Taxi. That's how you monetize. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But here's the bottom line. I pick up um, our our new Model Y on this Saturday. So super <gasps> exciting. Hey, yeah, super exciting. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. Um, so and then we traded in our Model Three, and I can tell mm -hmm. you absolutely, we did not get the value for FSD. Um, mm -mm. so it seems like it's got a very high street price FSD does and a very low resale price. Yes. <laughs> so that's, that's the current facts based on my yeah. experience. That's, that's the highway robbery of it all. <laughs> if, if FSD was tied to the account, it would be a very different situation. And I think people oh, I wouldn't wish. be as angry. Oh, people yeah, wouldn't be bad. as mad oh, if they yeah. were like, Oh, I own it for life with any Tesla I buy. That's, that would be a very different software package. But, um, yeah. If it was transferable, I mean, I've talked about on my podcast a few times. I wish uh, even if you don't own a Tesla, you could buy FSD yes. to redeem to a vehicle in the future. Um, and I don't really see how Tesla loses there. It's like a line of code yeah. on your account that just says, okay, they can redeem it at some point and they get a free interest-free loan. I, yeah. <laughs> I put a down payment on something I don't own and they're just like, okay, we'll make sure to activate that whenever you do get the car. Because if that was an option, I would have bought it a long time ago. <laughs> just been like, I, I just want to know I have it. And then whenever the car that makes sense for me comes out, I can redeem it to that vehicle. But they, they are probably smarter idea. than me about this. So, <laughs> yeah. No, it is a good idea. That's okay. a really good idea. Moving on to question number two. Um, this, one, this one is from a person named – I lost it there. Let me get that again. Charles. Charles was the was the person, anyways. Did I? Uh, oh, I completely you warm up your car. I'm, well, I'm you deleted at the Charles. <laughs> yeah, I apologize. I, I didn't delete Charles. I deleted that. <laughs> okay, let me try that once more. Technical difficulties. This is my first day, guys. Um, okay, there's Charles. When your car is charging or charge overnight, I think they mean charging overnight, and now it's morning and you want to warm up your car before hopping in, does it drain the battery or does it automatically keep charging to maintain the percentage level that you intended it to have? I think I know the answer, but I'm no Tesla owner, so I probably shouldn't say I know. No, no. What, what do you think? I, I think your answer is going to be right. Uh, from hearing what people say about the user manual, I believe it does neither. It keeps the battery at the same charge, and then it heats the car from the power from the plug. Exactly. Is that right? Yep, that's right. The only, oh, the yeah. only, the only time it would differ, from what I understand, and I've experienced it a couple of times, is if you're uh, just on level one charging on like one ten uh, charge, it true. doesn't. And you're trying to warm it. Say it's winter time, and you're trying to kick in that heater and warm up mm -hmm. the car. It's not powerful enough to just do it from shore power. It'll that actually have sense. to take stuff from the pack. And I've seen, I've experienced that myself um, up north and stuff like that. So, but other than that, if you're on a level two charger, like a, a standard level two, two forty, or two twenty, it'll it'll uh, take it from the now. Now, here's the thing: if it's still charging at the time, uh, and it's still charging the pack, it's right. not going to charge as fast because it has to share the power. Right. But if so it's, it's it, it'll only pull from the house if it's uh, the battery's reached the percentage you set it to. Exactly. Like if it's eighty percent and it's to, uh, six o'clock in the morning and it's already at 80% since 5 a.m., it'll keep it, maintain it at, at 80% uh, other than just mm -hmm. fan of train, 
that may go mm -hmm. down itself, but it'll just use the shore power, the house power, just to heat up the interior. That's smart. Yeah. That's better yeah. for them to do it like that. Yeah. Uh, Franklin, any uh, input on that or are you? Uh, no, I'm good with what you guys. Yeah. That's okay. good. No disagreements. Yeah, no disagreements. <laughs> Not this yeah. time. No. Not yeah. like the beginning <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, now, this is the time of the show where we just end off quickly by talking. If you have any uh, personal Tesla related, it's not not. I don't want a personal experiences like you had a fight with your wife or anything like that. We don't need to hear about a fight with my wife last night. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down in my chair. <laughs> I had one this morning. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no. <laughs> no. Was it Tesla related, Paul? Because then it counts. <laughs> Actually, it was. We were arguing about the pickup. I think there's so, a lot of drive uh, marriage home, arguments about Tesla. Oh, damn! Right there is. Does your wife hate? The Cybertruck as much as my wife hates to look at it. My wife hates the Cybertruck. Mine too. So does my wife. My wife, when I was in California and I sent her a picture of it uh, last year around this time, she said, that thing is not coming in our driveway. <laughs> uh, yeah. she's, she's warmed up a little bit since then, but Mine she too. still doesn't like it. Yeah. She's I just get the eye roll. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. is, I've, I've gotten up to an eye roll. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, it's like anything else. I, I said to her, I said, when we get, when we finally do get it, you're going to complain about this and everything, but I'll give you one month, one month. You'll love the truck. And you will, because she's like, it's even gone to the point where she went from, it's not being in my driveway that I'm not going to drive. I'm not going to ride in it. I'm like, really? You're not going to buy it? <laughs> I don't want to be seen in it. Yeah, exactly. But I, I told her, I'd give her a month and she'll change her tune. <laughs> what or, is that? Okay. Is that the periodic table? No, no, hold on. <laughs> I, I got my story ready. Okay. Well, let's start with your story then, seeing you have it all queued up. All right. Yeah, he's ready. So here's my, here's my story, okay? Oh, and let's if you don't it. have a story, Paul or Drew, yes. don't feel any pressure. Okay, I got one. Go. I'm good. So okay. here's my story. November 25th, World of Science put out the origins of elements, and they tweeted this periodic table, right? Looks I nice. Was right. Okay. <laughs> then Elon Musk said, if you ever wondered where we came from, and that was his response. <laughs> <laughs> I said, <laughs> and you know, That's great. the man is about to answer the burning question of what humanity. <laughs> <laughs> what you <laughs> come on that's Beautiful. good right when was this just that now. deserves a like <laughs> just now just now this that's pretty what... awesome i gotta find the like yeah so you know um yeah that's that's my story for the week well uh, let's go awesome. in next week all right <laughs> okay i see uh, it that, that I, I participated in the whole podcast by the way while creating the periodic table <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well done okay drew you you got something for us <laughs> yeah just last week we got back from a anniversary trip and while i was driving around um picking up some uh lunch uh a delorean parked right next to me nice. and the guy got out of it with the door and he said have the nukes gone off yet no just kidding 
but <laughs> it really <laughs> it got me really uh interested because i'd never seen one in person before of the stainless steel which i talked about earlier the cyber truck has changed what i oh, want yeah. in a car fundamentally yeah. uh by an order of magnitude and <laughs> <laughs> so you want to touch there yeah how, how was it in person like it's a little smaller than you'd think. It's very yeah. low to the ground. And I, I will admit, while the, the Falcon doors are very intricate and complicated, I do, I think they're a lot more simple on the DeLorean because they're not motorized. They just kind of yes. spring up, which I love. And just seeing a guy get out of that car, I was just like, if it was electric and supercharging capable, that would be perfect. Like, I would love, like, that. that's kind of what my dream of the 25K Tesla would be. If they could... 25,000 bucks, but it's like a cyber sedan. I don't care if it looks like a doorstop. I don't really care about the outside look. I want it to look weird. That's fine. As long as it's mm -hmm. cheap and has the iron phosphate batteries with decent range. Awesome. Um, that, that was what kind of flipped the switch in my head. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to buy a car with paint because I'm seeing all these people talk about paint chips or talk about having to wrap it to preserve the paint and you're worried about, and you know, my old car's paint is chipping. I'm like, why do we keep painting cars? This is stupid. We're, we're going to drive them around. They're going to get bugs all over them. They're going to get rocks thrown at them. Let's just use the most durable, you know, material that will actually look good as it ages, like the Cybertruck does. So my dream Tesla is basically the cheapest Tesla that doesn't have paint. That's my goal. On, the, on a positive <laughs> side, real quick, we've talked about it at length. Uh, Dax, Paul, and myself all have very early builds of Model 3s. Or at least oh, we gotcha. did. Paul's getting rid of his. Um, uh -huh. We've not experienced paint problem. Well, that's good. And I'm we live in like a bad a climate. And yeah, so uh, for as much negative, there are positive cases, positive experiences. We live in bad climates, uh, snow, ice, etc. And Mm -hmm. <laughs> you make it sound like we live in Mogadishu or something. <laughs> I got I gotta get going soon. My pet penguin is gonna yes. attend here. So speaking of having Sounds to go good. soon, I know you're on a um one minute time budget time. here, Paul. Quick. Yes, Paul. What's your story? <laughs> you have a story, Paul? I I, I can be late two minutes. That's fine. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, well, my story was the Model Y, but I do want to mention something about what Drew was saying. So if if that DeLorean had been uh, converted to an EV, then it would have been kind of like your Marty McFly would have come out and you would have said, you made an EV out of a DeLorean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been pretty would cool. be wonderful. <laughs> I, I'm surprised it hasn't been, or maybe it has been. Has it been done yet? A DeLorean yeah, converted I'm to sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure someone's done Someone's it. thought of it. I'm sure the range isn't great, but it's been done, I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why I say supercharging capable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I, the whole ten kilometers. Way to go! Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, oh, on that great. note, I, yeah, this I think is I good that we're podcast. ending off soon. Because <laughs> <laughs> Dax, do you have a story for us? He's frozen. Dax. Frozen. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, since he's frozen, we don't need to hear his story. Uh, we're going to end <laughs> off the podcast. Oh, he's Welcome back. back. Welcome back, Dex. Welcome here. Back. We already closed it. <laughs> no, We're I, off can the tell, air. I can I can tell when my <laughs> tell when my wife has uh started back up working. She's finished picking up the kids because yeah, that's when it starts freezing again. <laughs> For the last hour, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Did you guys freeze too, or it was just me? No, I think it was you. just you. yeah. Don't play games, guys. <laughs> we'll all <laughs> freeze. 
We have our heaters on. Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, like Franklin was alluding to, we uh, Drew, we all have the three of us have early build Model Threes. So right, right. with the early Model Threes comes a very unique thing for the glass roof on top. It has that orangey red. Yeah, I've seen that. Tip. I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, the when we rented a Model Three on Turo, it had that old glass. Yeah. It's so that's cool. how you you can tell. And it's funny because everyone that I know that has, including myself, I'm not gonna lie, uh, we love it. Like it, it, it's something to say that oh, we're we're one of the OGs. I guess you could say. Yeah, I like a it too. Term. I love so, it. So it's a cool look. Look cool. Long story short, um, my back glass a couple months ago got a chip in it, and uh-uh. as a as the weather started getting colder and colder in the last couple of months. That chip grew into a crack and it grew and it, grew and it went completely one end to the other. So I had to get it replaced Yikes. for safety. So uh, I, uh, it's in the shop right now. Actually, as we were um, having a podcast, they called me on the phone saying it's ready. So it's funny. Oh, okay. I got a phone call. And I know, I know that they've, Tesla's moved over since 2019 to a new uh, glass where it doesn't have that, that orange tint anymore to it it's just Ron's boring throw a ball at it yeah, yeah hopefully that again but yeah so but the funny thing is so the body shop calls me up yesterday the lady on the phone she was like um and i'm thinking what's wrong with my car right she's like very timid very like <laughs> i don't know just, she's almost scared to tell me something i could hear it in her voice and she's like everything's coming along well uh we've got your glass in and she's just prolonging the whole conversation conversation and, and like it's some like, no but i just wanted to let you know your glass had the orange tint before and i'm like is this where she's going with it and i didn't say it. i said it in my head ash goes She's well a, i don't know if you know or if it's lot. okay with you but he's cutting off the yeah. edge, right can you hear me franklin why don't you finish oh. the story well, you know, so, can you hear me now? so here's <laughs> so she she basically called him and she said, Hey, uh, are you like, she was worried that he didn't know that the, he'd lose the tent. And he already mm. knew that. So he's like, Oh, don't worry about it. I know already, you know, I'm going to lose the tent. Um, <laughs> Dang it. It was a great story. When Dax went to pick up his car, uh, she offered to give him cookies. So we're waiting for the pictures of that to be posted on Twitter. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's a loosely interpretation. Uh, he's frozen. His mic's not working, so we're gonna have to go with oh. what I'm saying. I'm kidding. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't. I was, I was, I was pretending to be frozen. I wasn't. I wasn't. Okay. Hey, we have. We have a. Link. Glad you. Can you end up? We have a quick question. If you guys want to attempt to answer it, uh, any idea the adoption rate for FSD uh, in Canada specifically? I, most owners. I gotta go, guys. I'm sorry. I'm late for a meeting. Bye bye. Nice Paul. to meet you. Okay. Take care. Right. Nice to meet you too. Cheers. Have a good okay, day. Bye. How do I end this thing? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, any idea? On, any idea on adoption rate for FSD in Canada? I don't know well, even if it's not Canada, I don't think there's any way of knowing. Those are Tesla. Tesla's never shared that, right? No, I don't think so. I think they've just demonstrated that they were hoping to give it to everybody in North America by the end of the year, but yeah. it would depend heavily on the safety of it and how people were handling it, which makes sense. Is it to be well, and there, I think he meant more along the lines of how many people are buying FSD versus not. Oh, um, gotcha. 
yeah adoption rate is for fsd i think yeah. I, I read a study someone did they did like a sample of a few thousand tesla owners and i remember th thinking the percentage was a bit higher than you'd think it was yeah. close okay. to like 40 percent um of tesla owners had purchased full self-driving which most would assume wouldn't be that high because the price keeps going up but a lot of people um are willing to buy it so because he yeah, said it's a really lot of enthusiasts, right? That have it, um, which I can see right? for sure. But, yeah. So just want to add that in there. We have that question. But that's a that's a sample. We don't know the official number. <laughs> no, we have we have no idea. It can be no higher. Clue. It can be lower. It's just kind of th throw a dart at the board and whatever number it lands on, that's the percentage we'll go with. <laughs> you think it might be higher than you'd expect because most people who buy a Tesla probably do believe in the FSD stuff. You'd think like that they'd find that achievable and something they could actually uh, benefit from. Whereas if, if there's people who don't believe in FSD or don't think it will have ever be functional, uh, why are they buying a Tesla? You know, like, see, and that's, that's one that's of the main good, selling points. That's a good point. But I also see the other end of the spectrum where people are stretching their budgets as much as possible. Sure. To be able to afford one where they can't afford to add FSD above and beyond the price. And I right. know quite a few in that boat. Uh, and do you think they're stretching their budgets for threes? No, I even know some people stretch their budgets for an S and an X where mm -hmm. they're like, okay, we want to get this because it has more seating room or yeah. we want to get this because of um, the, the more of the status symbol, but they mm -hmm. can't, uh, they can't afford uh, to add FSD because they're already at their budget. Right. So I guess you've got sure. two ends of the spectrum, people who believe in it and people who just really can't uh, right. go any hard. And I think they get a, influx and in purchases right before they increase it well, yeah they do, they do yeah it, it was that scare tactic of it going up to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly so i think we've covered everything we answered all the questions perfect um, well can you hear me so yeah unfortunately <laughs> yeah well <laughs> I, I think we're going to take this time because of the connection and uh because it's almost an hour and a half long to um Thank uh, Drew for coming out on the show. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. It was fun. If, if, I know you're a busy guy, but if we can do this again in the future, yeah, I had a lot of fun, and, and I hope you did too, like like you said. I did. Uh, where, I'd love to. Yeah, where could people find you? Uh, so my little name right here is the brand name I came up with just called Taylosiv. So you can look that up, and you'll find all my stuff on YouTube, on Twitter, on Google. You get all the answers. So um, I don't have a Tesla. Just remember that. <laughs> but I do like talking about them, and I uh, cover the news and tech channel, and I have a vlogging channel. I just I do all the things. So, without <laughs> having a Tesla, you are the one person I know that doesn't own a Tesla that knows so much about them, so knowledgeable. So, whether oh. you have a Tesla or not, buddy, you you're very knowledgeable. And well, thank you. Yes. I don't so think I wanna... uh, Stephen Mark Ryan doesn't have one either. No, I, I want to definitely, hopefully, have you back on the podcast sure. in the future because. Even without a Tesla, you're like a wealth of knowledge. Yes. Stealing Dax's <laughs> line here. I think, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Franklin, is he not the first person on the podcast non-owner? Maybe. Anyways. Um, yeah. No, yeah, he is. Okay. Dang it. <laughs> no, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing because, like I said, it's remarkable how knowledgeable you are with, with the – Well, I've, I've been very uh... – <laughs> I've been very close a few times, so I've done a lot of the research, and, and I like I know all the ins and outs of what would be necessary. And but um, yeah, yeah it's code, just right? is that the research you've done? 
<laughs> just the just the charging stuff and the, the like with the heating up the car and how to charge it at home and the in the cost and the taxes and the Destin dock fee and so I, I read up about it a lot but yeah I just hard to justify at this point <laughs> I'm driving less than five miles a day but I'm I'm also in no hurry so I'm I don't mind waiting for the 4680 sales as soon as those are out and I'm going to give you, before we get off, I'm going to give you a suggestion. And maybe someone else out there listening will take my suggestion. I give it to Dax, and he did it. Take okay. take $100 and put a pre-order on a Cybertruck and lock okay. in FSD. <laughs> put it on the one you want and lock in FSD. Uh, and True. two years from now, if the Cybertruck comes out and you're, like, super excited and you want to do it, you have your order ready to go. You locked in your FSD price. You save some money. Mm-hmm. Or you say, okay, well, I don't really want it. You get back your $100. It's there you well, go. at least here. So it's not really a lose. Like There's no real downside other than being out $100 mm-hmm. for a couple of years. And you get to lock True. in your price. So that's my suggestion. You don't have to take it, obviously. but Well, thank you. I'll consider that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm not a Tesla salesperson. No, I do I own, I, I do I own shit. I'm a Tesla salesperson. <laughs> <laughs> so Frank, I, would, I would take a lot of people to do that. Um so real quick before they find me, uh Paul who had to leave, you can find him anywhere, Tesla Canuck, Tesla Canuck Thank on you. YouTube, Tesla Canuck on Twitter, uh Instagram. He doesn't use Facebook. Uh myself, you can find me on Twitter, M Frunker, uh just mostly spam nowadays of FSD Beta Canada. <laughs> uh for some reason people still follow me, and on YouTube, Mother Frunker and Dax, where can people find you? They can find me, since Dax Mike's muted or Perfect. messed up, they can find him here on this channel as you're Wait, watching where it, we are. Or wherever <laughs> you're listening, go to YouTube, Dax M. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Tesla Talks. You can find me on Facebook, me. You can find Dax on uh, Facebook. <laughs> he has a bunch of different communities. Just type Tesla, pick a model, and probably you're going to join his group. So There you <laughs> go. <laughs> All right. Okay, don't go anywhere. We're going to go off the air, but don't go anywhere. I just want to talk to you one quick second, Drew, before you go. Sure, anyway, sure. All right. Thanks for watching. We will catch you next week, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. Take care, all. Bye-bye.